0: Today, we share our number nine of our 11 best interviews of 2023. The focus in this episode is in the development of our players through utilizing data and technology. And joining us to discuss this topic was Billy Reebok, the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach at Midwestern State University. Coach Reebok explained how he gets a clear understanding of the offense he needs each year, as well as how he utilizes technology to become a better coach and teacher of his offense and the workflow he puts together to create an expert system. This is another one full of useful information as you get ready to start your work on your 2024 systems.
1: No question. You're helping those young guys develop. And two, it's like, as humans, we all want to be loved. I don't care what anybody says. And when you're one of those guys, those developmental guys, you're getting up for the early morning lift. You're going through that grind. You're, you know, oh, I I, got to go do scout team and all that. And they do a great job. They accept their roles. That's part of being on the team. But this also allows you to take that time as a coach without sacrificing for the game plan or for that opponent that week and put it into that player that might not be ready for, you know, a year or two down the road, whatever. And I don't care. I've coached Division three football. I've coached Division one. When you're in these smaller levels, the retention, you know, and the more you can keep these guys around, your chances of winning go up when you got seniors and juniors out on that football field. So if you can keep these guys around and have them ready, it'll benefit you in the end.
0: Billy Reebok is the Offensive Coordinator at Midwestern State in Texas. He's coached at all levels of college football, gaining valuable experience from the coaches he's worked with. Today he shares how he utilizes data in the offseason to help determine what the offense will look like for the coming season, and he goes into detail about how they utilize technology to create a better workflow and better teaching for their players. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's vertical raise. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com, and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. On today's podcast, we're focused on prepping the quarterback throughout the week, using analytics to do that to better understand the data for your practice plan and game plan, and using technology to most efficiently teach your players. And Joining me to discuss that is the offensive coordinator at Midwestern State, Billy Reebok. Coach, it's great to have you here on the podcast.
1: Keith, appreciate you having me on, and uh, on behalf of all the coaches out there, I want to thank you for all you do for this profession, and I can tell you your podcast is a huge listen and while on the road recruiting or even during the office hours, It's it's great.
0: I appreciate that, and I think this is a great topic today, and while we are focused on quarterbacks, I think there's a framework we're talking about here that really applies to all positions, do you agree?
1: No question, no question. You know the saying goes, if you got a quarterback, you got a chance, but obviously you need everything around them to make it work and uh, hopefully, what we'll talk today is how we can make everybody better and utilize this technology to make that happen
0: so when we look at how we evolve professionally, how we evolve as coaches it's it never what it looks like when we first get started. We add new things to our workflow, we find ways to be efficient, we find ways to work smarter and what you might be doing even a few years down the road could be completely different just because you've evolved it in that way. For you, in inside this topic of preparing the quarterback, how has this changed over time?
1: One of my quarterbacks, when I uh, first started out at Quincy University as an offensive coordinator, Bobby Brennison, I, I call him, oh, once a month or, or so, and we laugh. I say, man, I'm so sorry I screwed you up. And we laugh about it because knowing what I know now, hopefully you'd like to say things would have been way different. But I think, you know, when you first start out, you you try to think, oh, one, you got all the answers. You can, you can do everything and every play's awesome. And, and then I think as you grow and mature and you get around, obviously uh, really smart coaches. And I, and I think it's uh, another key to that is finding those people that are, will mentor you. And help you, I think, is uh, huge as well, too. And then you learn, like, hey, you can't do it all. You got to find out what you're really good at, play to your strengths, and then realize, too, like we were talking about earlier, there's only so many hours in a day, and uh, you really got to maximize that practice time with all the NCA rules. And, too, the toll that this game takes from a physicality standpoint on the body. A uh, coach once told me, you know, that there's only so many – body blows the, you know, that you can take, so you might as well use them when it counts on Saturday. and So it's maximizing that and not wasting any reps throughout the week.
0: Definitely. More than ever, really, this is a thinking man's game when you look at how much it's evolved and all the different things on both sides of the ball we do to stress and put pressure on the other side. And you have to be able to make split-second decisions. You have to be able to see things pre-snap to be able to get that done. But in, in starting with that, it is putting together a plan for your, in this case, your quarterbacks, but really even for your team could be any position that is simple enough that it's going to be executed, that you can get the repetition you need and at the same time still have enough answers, right? You you don't want to go chasing ghosts, right? So you want to have as tight of a package as possible, simple yet enough answers to cover all the different situations you might have. So for you, how does data analytics, I know that's part of what you use in in getting to talk to you beforehand, how does that play into this?
1: I think it starts in the off season at Midwestern. We're about to start spring ball here and it's doing a deep dive into situational football, but also your concepts run and pass and what you were really good at. And, 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 What type of situations were these concepts utilized the best? And I think, you know, like you said, that takes time. That takes research. You have to have a format with which to do that. And then once you discover that, because, and I'm guilty of it myself, you're like, man, I really like this. This is awesome. And then you go back and you're like, oh my gosh, we stunk at this. And that's constantly throughout the season doing that self scout as well. So hopefully once you get to the end of the season, you don't have that feeling. I'll never forget this. When I was at Ball State under Pete Limbo and Rich Skrosky was the offense coordinator, and we had this situation in the it was a third down situation in the red zone, and I I kept noticing week to week it was the same play over and over, and I was like you know why don't we change that up or you know something like that. As a GA, I'm going in there asking questions, and Rich pointed out to me and he and he pulls out this huge book. I'll never I'll never forget it. It looked like a Encyclopedia, uh, for those that can remember what those are. And uh, he goes, Hey, how many times has this situation occurred in the last two years? And that with that down in distance at this particular yard line, and it was once. He's like, So why am I going to have all these different plays for a situation that in, and you go back in the last five years, it occurred three times. So he's like, We're going to pick whatever the best concept wise, what we're great at. And that's what we're going to do for that situation because it's utilizing, you know, time on task situational football and that was a that aha moment for me. And then once you get going with that coming out of spring and you know, you're doing your your summer installs, your growth and all of that, you have to, in my opinion, make sure that what you're doing has an answer for every situation throughout the course of a football game. You know, Mike Clark, who is our head coach at Bridgewater, all time winningest coach, unbelievable. And one of the first things he said to me, he's like if our offensive system cannot answer and handle all the weather elements, all of the situations that come up in a game, then it's not complete. Putting that all together, sitting down as a staff, dividing responsibilities up, coming back and gathering the answers as well. And I think that's another huge part as well, When you have this time and it's everybody utilizing their resources to bring in different thoughts, ideas, and bring them to the table and hash it out and figure it out. And then using the numbers to help dictate what you're going to do, because like we said, you can't do it all.
0: Definitely. When you're looking at it this time of year, you're heading into spring ball. You've put together an install for that. This is a new job for you. So you're looking at information from past years, trying to discern what might we be best at. So there's there's a premise going into this. How does that for you adjust as you start going, right? I'm sure you've laid out the entire install for spring, but nothing static in the football world, right? It's always dynamic, always changing. your like you said, learning strengths, weaknesses, what you're good at, what you can build upon. So how does that process work for you as you go through spring ball?
1: Like you said, it's ever-changing. You're constantly evaluating practice to practice. What concepts are working? Now, I know, you know, you're going against the same opponent practice to practice and you're facing your defense, but you can still gain great knowledge in terms of, how the quarterback or certain players are picking up a certain concept just by the success rate, the efficiency of it. For us, like when Coach Maskell is putting us in different situations at Midwestern State, how are we responding to that? You know, always using the down and distance and judging, was that play successful? So you're getting a feel of what your players are good at and obviously like you said that that can always change and then two during this time kind of being fairly new still trying to learn the conference for us we got a bunch of new defensive coordinators so you're trying to figure out okay is what we're doing offensively how's that going to correlate to what these defensive coordinators are trying to do against us and have that plan and then also in my time I've kind of noticed this whatever the hot trend is defensively or offensively you're going to start to see it. And it's reared its ugly head. And like just this past year when I was at A&M Commerce, you started to see creeping in that Iowa State, three down, what they're trying to do. You're starting to see way more five down, at least we did in the Southland. So things like that, you're constantly studying and figuring out, and making sure your scheme is fit to attack that.
0: I can think back to, as you were saying, it reminded me of high school days when things were different then. There was not everything on the internet that you could go and grab and learn from, like you'd literally, we would always do this. Like if we're at a same, the same clinic as an opponent, what what clinics were they sitting in? <laughs> we wanted to know what ideas they were taking away that we might see because, you know, that that's what it used to be limited to really. I mean, you might go buy some DVDs or a book, but like primarily like you were picking up things <laughs> at clinics and we would pay attention to that, you know? So it's, it's, it is a process though, trying to figure out what might we see this year? What are the trends, right? And, and still, you can gather some of that information. You still see all the clinic lineups that are out there. You still now start to see, okay, you know, what are people putting out there? What's being studied? What has the most attention? I, I mean, I pay attention to those trends all the time just in the work that I do right now. Right. Um, so there are some ways to figure out, hey, we need to, regardless of what we've seen so far, we need to think about how we might face these different types of things. Like you said, an example you gave the Iowa State.
1: Right, right. We're creatures of habit, right? And if you see somebody else having a lot of success doing something, it's going to make you investigate it and research it. And you got to figure out too. And that's not to say that you don't do it, but you got to figure out how it can adapt to what you're doing and stay true to your identity and beliefs. And, you know, more importantly, can your kids do it successfully? Because it doesn't matter how good it looks on paper or in that clinic or not Vizio, whatever. If if Billy and Johnny and Timmy aren't executing it, we're all in trouble.
0: I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective. So I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. TeamMofo.com/slash demo and mention Coaching Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. And I think that's a, a good shift in the conversation to that player development side of it. And again, for our purposes, focusing on the quarterback, I know you like the feedback. You want to understand not only what you're seeing on film, but what you're able to see these guys are learning from the classroom. So Google Docs, quizzes, those things are part of what you use. Talk to us about uh, those different methodologies and tools that you The use. main
1: thing with utilizing the technology that I'm bringing up is it, predominantly it's free. And when you're at some of these smaller level programs, you, you got to utilize your resources to the best of your ability. So the thing with Google Docs is, you know, everybody has it and we can send out these interactive quizzes so to speak you know straight to their phones by using like the go army edge technology to create like a 3d play you can put it against a defense on air it could be as simple as name this formation or we can talk hey where would the point be in this particular defensive look when we're running this particular play you go down the line. And we try to keep ours, you know, five to 10 minutes where they can do it as they walk in the class. And then it provides us, then that self-populates. We get instant feedback into what they're doing. And, and the main thing is you got to get your players to believe too. Hey, answer it honestly. You know, this isn't a group because I, I want to know, Hey, if if my quarterback is really struggling in this particular look or in in this case question, And I know when in our limited amount of meeting time, this is what I really need to focus on. I hate being inefficient. I hate wasting time. I hate people wasting my time. So this allows us to eliminate that and we can best utilize our time to maximize our results. And then two, you get this, especially from young players. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They just yes you to death. And then you get out on that field in front of the boss. And things might not be going as great as, you know, you thought they were going to be coming out of that meeting, right? Well, now they feel more comfortable. They can get that through to you in, in a different way that, hey, they might need help in this particular area because it's going to show up on the quiz. And then and utilizing the Army Edge as well from a playbook, because, you know, I, I used to be, you know, in our progression of installing, you know, you'd get it on a paper copy then you'd have a video clip, and then you'd go through a walkthrough, then you would have your individual relative to that install, then you'd have your group, then you'd have your team, and then you would, you know, watch it. And that would kind of be the progression of install. Well, now, utilizing not only the quizzes, but also the Army Edge technology, we're putting that up Right after the paper copy. So they're getting that interactive experience. I think the more you can get in this day and age, these players to interact and get up and move and have to speak. And from a quarterback perspective, like we'll use it where that technology is up there. And then they're seeing the defense and they're having to, you know, call out the point, you know, hey, what's the check here? And they're getting comfortable using their voice cuz a lot of times these quarterbacks I I'll never forget this we we used to huddle a little bit and having them read a play uh from the wristband like that was an art and and we had to practice that and this army edge allowed us to do that so it can be utilized a lot of different ways I can tell you that
0: Well and I think as as you're talking about it one of the unique things about this versus utilizing film is they're in their perspective of what it looks like for them on the field. Right. They never see a press box view. End zone view is is good for a lot of things and certainly can train some guys, but also it's still a little bit limited in in what you're seeing there. Now you're in a perspective that you could put that camera very easily right into where their helmet is so that these guys can see the entire defense with whatever, like you said, using it to the mic point. Maybe you're looking for coverage indicators. All those kinds of things that really help them in the process mentally gives them those extra reps, right? That That's such a key to doing this is now that we have technology that gives them a different perspective than the, the different ones we were giving them with the game film.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think another added element to that is that you're getting all these extra reps because they can get as many as they want. They can do this. In their apartment, you know, you can do this in in the meeting room, wherever. But the risk of injury and the limiting of the physicality on the body is huge because you only have so many bullets in there. So that's where what we've found has been awesome. And two, it helps those guys that aren't getting a ton of reps as the season goes along to utilize and develop and then be ready when they're called upon.
0: The thing about it, too, and Caleb Collins brought this up, outside linebacker coach at Baylor about that this is just a mouse click uh-huh. to reset. So, you know, the efficiency of trying to get a scout team out there, one, you know, usually you're, you know, going through a walkthrough, you're using your own guys, which means they're not learning. They're serving the offense. No doubt. Right. That's all eliminated, but also to reset and get more reps or to redo something is literally the, the click of a mouse and everything's lined up again and you go through the process again.
1: No question. You're helping those young guys develop. And two, it's like, as humans, we all want to be loved. I don't care what anybody says. And when you're one of those guys, those developmental guys, and, and you're getting up for the early morning lift, you're going through that grind, you're, you know, oh, I, I, I got to go do scout team and all that. And they do a great job. They accept their role. That's part of being on the team. But this also allows you to take that time as a coach, without sacrificing for the game plan or for that opponent that week and put it into that player that might not be ready for, you know, a year or two down the road, whatever. And I don't care. I've coached Division three football. I've coached Division one. When you're in these smaller levels, the retention, you know, and the more you can keep these guys around, your chances of winning go up when you got seniors and juniors out on that football field. So if you can keep these guys around and have them ready, it'll benefit you in the end.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's a culture builder. When I can take the technology and remove these guys from just serving the team and actually they're learning as well, that just helps people feel much more part of what is going on. Right. That they feel like, hey, I know I'm not playing yet, but you're developing me too.
1: Exactly, exactly. At Commerce uh, this past season, I can tell you, we, our last two games, I was starting a wide receiver at quarterback. And that was not by plan. I, I can tell you that. So that's where the, you know, that Go Army Edge, all that technology and the development really came into play and unfortunately was needed.
0: Yeah, I know a big part of the advancement of, of that Go Army Edge technology. And I remember back when we first started using it, was, it was literally Google Cardboard, right? The little cardboard okay. yeah. <laughs> that you would slide yeah. your iPhone or, or your phone into. And I mean, it was very. Primitive, but now the Oculus, which is very affordable. I don't think they did have stuff like it at the time. It didn't incorporate it, but it was also very expensive. I know I bought my son one. I don't know around three hundred dollars for. He uses it as a baseball player. Okay. And I put it yeah. on, and you know I'm I'm looking at uh, the the program he's using to take actual at bats against a pitcher. You know, it's like, oh my God, that's incredible. Right. And you now can use this technology to develop your quarterbacks, use it with offensive line, running backs, really any position for you with your quarterbacks. I know you mentioned you use the Oculus. So what parts of the game plan or preparation or development are you using this for?
1: So when we game plan, so our our whole game plan is transferred into Go Army Edge. So then the kids have it in that 3D version. And, you know, and that's another thing you talk about, hey, what we're doing. So you're putting you're developing that 3D playbook right now. So then you can just grab and pull as the season gets there and and you make adjustments and so on and so forth. So it might sound uh, time consuming, but but it really isn't. So then once they get that 3D form, then we'll take that opponent's defense and we'll incorporate that and then we'll introduce it to them it's that whole part, whole theory, you know, we'll break it down situation like, okay, here's all our third down in this particular distance calls. And, you know, this is what they've shown and, and we'll give them those looks. So not only are they getting that uh, at practice, they're getting that throughout the week. And we like to stay obviously with our quarterbacks and other positions as well, try to get it to them a day ahead. So then they can experience it and we can go through it and answer any questions, hey, any problems that might come up, suggestions, or hey, what coach, why are you thinking this, to try to eliminate that uncertainty. That's mainly from the quarterback perspective, giving it to them in situations in in that regard. And then with the old linemen, we use it a ton with blitz pickup, seeing the different movements and all that. I, I think that is awesome. Running backs as well. Wide receivers, kind of like you gave me some great ideas how to use it better in terms of seeing that holy trinity, you know, the apex, the corner, safety, how we release and leverage the corners, things like that. But I think no matter what position you play out on the football field, it can be utilized. It just makes things so more efficient. And and, and also, I'll tell you this, it brings up a, uh, in my opinion, more discussion than maybe there would be because now the kids have time to digest all the information and be like, oh, okay, you know, well, coach, I'm seeing this, you know, let's talk. And a lot of times they could have some great ideas that just make things better and more efficient in that regard.
0: Yeah, when you look at the technology, what you do is is you can create, you take what you put in in, in the playbook and then you can create reps. And, and what I love about it, it literally is like co- copy paste function once you have it in. Yeah. Uh, you, yep. you can create a duplicate, change a few lines, you know, because you're seeing a different coverage, defense, rotation, whatever it is very efficient to do that but then you essentially can set up drills or in in this case these guys can go through all these different plays and I think you know you look at again what time you have meeting time whatever maybe you're spending 15 minutes with your backup quarterback the beauty of the oculus is you can also project that to your tv your screen to see what they're looking at Right? And, right. and really evaluate where were your eyes in the right place. Right. Now you're starting to see some of those things, too. I mean, it, it really is like you have to figure it out because you, know, you can't just add things to your workflow and expect that everything's going to be efficient. Like, you know, what, what are you willing to give up to use something new that maybe gets them a little bit deeper? I think that's a balancing act. That's going to be an art definitely moving forward for coaches as they start to use these new technologies. But the benefits, I think, are huge.
1: No question. And to kind of piggyback off what you said, it's kind of that, you know, divide and conquer. I think amongst our staff, like everybody's got their own area of expertise. And then once you find that that expert, so to speak, then they can kind of teach everybody else, get everybody on the same page because those questions are going to arise. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm no Steve Jobs, but you learn quickly and, and you can figure it out. And that's the beauty of something like go army is that technology. It's, you know, even when you mess up, you can still be right. And and it's not like you have to start back at ground zero. That's the uh, beauty of it for me is that you're constantly able to start from a certain level and keep going.
0: For sure. I know I spent a lot of time on the podcast talking to coaches about situational awareness you know, beyond our normal situations, there's a lot of these things that come up in games that are rare. Um, admittedly, I think most of them happen on uh, special teams, but we'll also have some of those things on offense. And you think about where do I get extra reps for this? How do I prepare my guys? That is really a recognition thing and understanding that here's the situation or here's what could happen that we handle it that way. I've talked I think it was Steve Hauser and Teach Tape series we did about using walkthroughs throughout the year to do it, but but now when you're teaching, especially here in spring, those can be installed. Those could be reviewed weekly, whatever they might be. I know we have a whole list of them. I'll, I'll link Dan Swanstrom's uh, he he went over offense defense and special teams uh, and some of the things he did. But now it's looking at those things that I don't have the extra reps for. Or we were talking about in blitz pickup as an example. Maybe they showed a certain pressure a couple times. If they did, it would be problematic. How much do I work during the week against maybe something I only saw two times? Well, I'm going to steal the time over here with the technology.
1: Right, right. That's, I mean, I can't say it any better than that. And I think for us, you know, look at, you know, the situation like a last play series. You know, hey, so, so much time left from this yard line, from this yard, you know, and and we rep it and do all that stuff throughout the week, but I think, we we I'll be honest, we can't get everybody in on that ones, twos, you know, sometimes threes, whatever. So this allows us uh, that go Army edge with that technology to get that done, just like you said with the blitz pickups. So then, like, you know, how how often are we going to get up there and work hell uh, Mary lateral? You, you know what I mean? Right. Th- things like that. So it, you still got to be prepared because those things can come up. And, and this just, like I said, allows you to get that done without wasting time, so to speak.
0: Well, Coach, to wrap up, we've talked a lot of the different technology, how those can be used, but let's put it within a framework of a a game week. So thinking through, you know, you doing your game planning, the data, the analytics, the technology that you use to prepare your players in addition to, to practice, what does that week look like for you in terms of the technology used to prepare your players?
1: We'll utilize that really starting Sunday night. Players are off they'll get those quizzes sent from the game plan and, and with the various kind of odd looks that we have to address for that upcoming opponent. And then, you know, Monday, let me put it like this Monday through Friday, you'll have our players will have uh, Google doc quizzes sent out. So they're getting those every day. Uh, and then in terms of their access, to go army edge 3d cutups, you know, we'll start obviously with our open field script for Monday's practice where they'll have that and they can, Visually see that against defense followed by a live clip. And then from there, you know, as we get into Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, you're looking red zone, third down situations, blitz pickup every day, utilizing that. And that technology is showing that day in and day out and and it's coming in and they're getting that throughout different parts of the day. So like if, you know, we're doing third down on a Wednesday, they'll get that script with the drawings in, in a 3d form with video sometime early morning. So then they have that and they can review it. So they're not seeing it for the first time in a meeting and then out on the practice field. So that's kind of how it goes uh, situationally uh, in that regard. And then when you get to Thursday, it's kind of like we, I I was a big believer. I did a lot better on open book tests than closed. So when, when we get to Thursday, you know, we're we're taking all those cut-ups and kind of having that ultimate review and rocking and rolling and doing that on Friday as well to prepare us to hopefully have great success on Saturday.
0: Coach, I appreciate you giving us a peek into your week, the technology, your workflow for preparation of your quarterbacks and certainly wish you and the Mustangs best of luck here in the 2023 season.
1: Keith, thank you so much. Appreciate you having us on. And again, thank you for all you do. It's a heck of a tool that you got going here. And one that I can tell you is utilized by many.
0: Here's today's winning edge, some takeaways and ideas for implementation. One, Coach Reebok's story about asking Coach Skroski why they don't change up plays in a certain situation made me recall what I've learned in the past. Know how much you need by utilizing and studying the data of your past seasons. I highly recommend Brian Billick's book, Developing an Offensive Game Plan. He lays out step-by-step step what the process is for determining how much offense you need. In the book, he writes, Regardless of what type of team you coach, high school, college, or youth, you must think on three levels, yearly, weekly, and game day. Each level has very set parameters as to how much offense will actually be run in any given segment. The more you can overlap the amount of total offense you can carry versus the amount that can be effectively practiced, the more effective the offense you actually run on game day will be. 2. Constantly evolve by examining how you are teaching and coaching. Ask yourself if you have the best methods, the best tools, the best technology to prepare your players. I heard a quote from retired Army General Eric Shinseki, if you don't like change, you're going to like irrelevance even less. That's where we are as professionals as the game becomes more and more dynamic and we must find the ways to best develop our players. How we developed when we were players may no longer be relevant to the players that we coach today. And the final one is use an expert system to implement new technology and workflow. It reminds me of an African proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. This approach gives you the benefits of moving quickly and also going far with new technology. That expert that you designate should be the one to learn it and then efficiently teach it and help the others on the staff to troubleshoot it. He can move quickly and then in that way, you will more efficiently implement new tools into your workflow. Please go to coachingcoordinator.com to sign up for our newsletter, The Weekly Tip Sheet. We share the best ideas from the past week's episode, recommend resources, and share our featured episodes. Also follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.